0: welcome to all for one stories the story you will be listening to is christmas letters by Gretelin darkey
1: if andy hadn't been dyslexic he probably would have had a very different christmas for one thing he might have noticed that he typed dear satan instead of dear santa at the top of his christmas letter His mother had even offered to check the letter for him, but Andy would not allow it. He was convinced that if he told anyone what he wanted for Christmas, he would never get it. So when Andy solemnly fed the letter to the kitchen fire, his mother had told him that the chimney was Santa's mailbox. He had no idea that the chimney rejected the address, but the fire eagerly gobbled the letter down. That's why Andy was so surprised when three weeks before Christmas, a small, charcoaly creature appeared in his bedroom.
2: Hello, Andy?
1: The creature asked, checking his clipboard with a grimy yellow fingernail. Yes, that's me. Andy sat up in his bed, clutching his rocket ship-printed sheet around his pointed chin. The small, sooty being cleared its throat, then it launched into a sing-song speech, rather like a warning at the end of a drug commercial on television.
2: By order of his supreme terribleness, I, Macabrador, am hereby charged with finding one Andrew Andy McHale, supplicant to his horrendous majesty, the Prince of Darkness.
1: The creature, Macabrador, stopped to draw breath through his cracked lips.
2: His unholiness acknowledges your appropriately respectful salutation and extends his eternal allegiance to said Andy.
1: Thank you, but why are you here? I don't understand. Why is this unholiness guy interested in me? The creature blinked, momentarily thrown off its script.
2: Uh, you wrote to his imperial rankness?
1: I did?
2: You did.
1: Macabrador whipped a piece of yellow-lined notepaper off his clipboard and began reading aloud.
2: Here it is. Dear Satan, I have been very good all year. I haven't even pulled my sister Sally's hair in a whole month. Please bring me a rocket blaster 3,000 for Christmas this year. Sincerely, Adney McHale.
1: Macabrador looked up.
2: I assume you meant Andy.
1: Uh, yeah, I did.
2: Never mind, never mind. We knew which hearth fire brought it, and after that it was fairly simple to figure out who sent the letter. Now, let's get to terms and conditions.
1: Terms and conditions?
2: Of course, there are always terms and conditions. Take this St. Nicholas fellow silly children are always writing to. He requires good behavior for a whole year in exchange for one measly toy.
1: Andy swallowed. He had just been about to protest that he had written to Santa, not Satan. But now he closed his mouth and listened.
2: Extortion, really? He should be one of ours. Oh, well. Anyway, the terms of my supreme lord of foulness are these. You may have your rocket blaster 3000, and you needn't even wait until Christmas. You must simply promise to stop being so good. Start pulling your sister's hair. Spray the dog with a garden hose. Annoy your mother when she's on the phone. All those lovely things.
1: Andy thought for a moment. It did sound like a sweet deal. He always had a secret longing to do naughty things anyway. Why should he be doing boring good things all year when he could have fun and get the Rocket Blaster 3000 anyway? Okay, it's a deal. Macabrador grinned, showing three rows of black, pointed teeth.
2: Oh, goody, just sign here.
1: He held out the clipboard to Andy, but when the boy tried to take it, the little demon quickly pricked Andy's finger. Andy yelped and stuck his finger into his mouth, but not before a drop of red blood had seeped onto the page on the dotted line.
2: That will do. Your Rocket Blaster 3000 will be here in the morning.
1: Andy glared at the creature. He was angry at being pricked. He wasn't thinking much about rocket blasters at the moment. He was about to let Macabrador know what he thought of it when the little demon suddenly disappeared with a sound like a pinched fart. Andy looked around, wondering if he had dreamt the whole thing. Eventually, he decided to wait until tomorrow to think about Macabrador's visit, and he drifted off to sleep. The next day, Andy woke up to the cold winter sunlight reflecting off a shiny new Rocket Blaster 3000 sitting on the floor by his bed. Andy was stunned. He rubbed his eyes and shook his head, but when he looked again, the Rocket Blaster was still there. With a whoop, Andy jumped out of bed and picked up the gun. It was heavier than he thought it would be. But Andy didn't care. He was so excited to finally have a rocket blaster 3,000 of his very own. When Andy's mom called him in for lunch, Andy ignored her. He didn't think about it much at the time. When he finally came inside, however, his mother was hoarse from screaming for him. She was also very annoyed, and she told him so. But Andy didn't apologize. He just sat down at the table and promptly spilled milk all over his sister, Sally. Sally screamed! Andy's mother got more upset than usual because her daughter was screaming, and Andy had provoked her by not coming when she called him. Go to your room, young man! His mother croaked at him, wiping milk off Sally's sopping lap. Andy made a face and stomped up the stairs. Later, though, Andy felt bad about making his mother scream. So he took out some construction paper and magic markers and started to make her an I'm sorry card. He was halfway through drawing himself with a bunch of flowers when he noticed he had drawn a rather sarcastic expression on his cartoon face. And he was amazed. He wasn't that good of an artist. He didn't think he even knew how to draw sarcasm. Still, there it was, a sneering leer. Instead of the penitent smile he'd been trying to draw, The flowers looked wrong, too. They were rather droopy, even withered. Andy put his head to one side and bit his tongue. No matter how he looked at it, the card was all wrong. With an angry snort, Andy crumpled up the paper and started again. The second card was even worse, however. This time, the flowers somehow came out looking like his Rocket Blaster 3000, and he was aiming it right at the drawing of his mom. Andy cleared his desk with a sweep of his arm and ran downstairs and outside. In the backyard, Sally was playing a clapping game with her friend Kate. Andy pushed past them, knocking Sally to the ground. Andy looked back, shocked. He had sometimes teased Sally and pulled her hair a bit, but he had never knocked her down. He rushed to his treehouse, climbing the rope ladder as quickly as he could. There, on the platform that he had helped his father build, sat Andy's Rocket Blaster 3000, just where he left it when he came in for lunch. He stared at it for a long time. Something was wrong. He was different, and it all started when he had agreed to take that Rocket Blaster 3000. There was only one thing to do. Slowly, Andy walked back to the house, He went straight to his mother's desk and took a sheet of yellow lined paper from the second drawer on the right then he sat down and began to write this time he did let his mother check the address before he fed it to the chimney santa claus was very busy that december christmas was only weeks away now but somehow the old saint always found time to read every child's letter it was important to him that no matter how big his business got, it should remain as personal as possible.
2: For you, sir.
1: An elf handed the jolly fat man a letter, neatly folded and written on yellow-lined paper. As the elf left, Saint Nick began to chuckle.
0: Ho, ho, ho! Another one of these! Poor dyslexic kids! <laughs> that old Lucifer really takes advantage of them. Still... Everyone deserves a second chance.
1: Reaching out a chubby red hand, Santa Claus rang a small silver bell on his desk. The elf who had brought him the letter poked its head back into the spacious office.
2: Sir?
0: Winkleford, I want you to take this letter and do as the sender asks. Are you sure, sir?
2: You're really too soft-hearted with these cheeky children.
0: No, no, I don't think he knew what he was getting into. (laughs) And besides, he'll suffer enough. He's making an appropriate sacrifice, I think.
2: I suppose so. I'll get on it right away.
1: And he shuffled out of the room. As he walked to the letter request fulfillment center, Winkleford read,
2: Dear Santa, could you please take away my rocket blaster 3000? I think it's cursed. If you do, I promise to be good for the next twelve months. Sick nearly Andy McHale. Hm. <laughs> I guess he meant sincerely.
1: Shaking his head and muttering to himself, the elf went to carry out Santa's order.
0: That was Christmas letters written and directed by Gretelin Darkey. The cast in order of appearance. Carolyn Jers as the narrator, Peter Jers as the demon, Stephen Marinchek as Andy, Leanne Jers as Andy's mother, Michael Brackney as the elf, Dennis Jers as St. Nicholas. Our audio technician is Thomas Marinchek. Thank you for listening to All All for
2: One Stories.
0: Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater with the permission of the licensor granted under a copyrighted license agreement. First published in Gilbert Magazine, a publication of the American Chesterton Society. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.